Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to today's episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So the other day, I got this flyer in the mail advertising a BJ's Wholesale Club membership, and it got me thinking that I really need to do an episode specifically on bulk buying and shopping at these giant wholesale clubs like, you know, Costco, Sam's Club, BJ's. And I really just want to break it down for you guys. I think it's important because it's one of those things that has just always confused me. And I'm sure if it's confused me, it's likely confused others out there as well. There's always a ton of questions I have around buying large quantities of things like, okay, everyone says that it saves them money, but is it really actually saving money? Um, is it worth the cost of the annual membership, right? Like we all know it, t- it costs money just to be able to walk in the door at those stores. And, you know, I always assumed that it's better for families. Is it? Is that really the case? Are there some products out there that are better to buy in bulk than others? So these are just all the questions that are swirling around in my head, right? My personal experience with these wholesale club memberships in the past has always been mixed. Like 10 years ago, when I first moved in with my husband, we weren't married at the time. We were just just moved in together for the first time. Um, We got a membership to BJ's because we lived in an apartment close by to one. We bought what we thought were things that we would use, right? Like clearly an 80 ounce jar of grape jelly and a (laughs) legit dog food sized bag of shredded cheese. I I must have just assumed that I was going to eat quesadillas every single day. And I'm sure in my, you know, 26 year old brain, that's what was going on. And shocker to everyone, we hardly used it. We let the cheese go bad. We ended up throwing out more than half of the jelly when we moved a few months later. And it was just like, what's the point? So I first want to break this very confusing topic down with some basic facts and then go into the mindset stuff that's behind it all. So some of the facts. So as we all know, memberships to these wholesale clubs can cost anywhere from like 40 to $60 per year. And that depends on the store. And that is just for the ability to potentially save some money. Okay. And another interesting thing that I didn't know until recently about, about these wholesale clubs is that most of these stores offer an average of around 5,000 items. And that includes many non-grocery items like books and clothes and electronics. Compare this to a regular supermarket where the selection is 10 times as large. So there's about 50,000 individual items at a regular supermarket. Because of this, most of the members also shop at a traditional supermarket as well as the wholesale club. Okay, again, something to keep in mind. Another fact, a study by the USDA shows that the average family of four spends $206 a week on groceries, which amounts to $10,712 per year. The average for a childless couple 
um, they they spend on average $128 per week, which amounts to $6,656 per year. Okay. Another study by the Nonprofit Center for the Study of Services showed that shopping at warehouse clubs could bring substantial savings. Okay. In, in an item-for-item item comparison, they found that warehouse club prices were an average of 30% lower than traditional supermarkets. This implies that, yes, there is a potential for a family of four to save somewhere around $3,000 a year on groceries. What the study doesn't tell you is what people are actually buying and how much it's used. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more detail on that in a second. Uh, so with all of this in mind... I want to dive deeper into why we as a culture like bulk buying so much and what's going on in our brains when we do it. I'm going to address a few key points about bulk buying and give you my two cents on how maybe we can have a different perspective on this concept and help to potentially alleviate some of that stress and confusion that comes with it. Okay, so um, the first, I guess, fat, not fact, but just thought that I have is, yes, it is definitely cheaper to shop in bulk when you look at it unit by unit, okay? So as an example, say you absolutely love oatmeal and you eat it every day for breakfast. Okay, cool. So a 2.6 pound package of Quaker Oats at a regular grocery store will cost you $4.49. Doing the math, the cost per unit is $1.73. Okay. If you were to go into Costco and buy a 10-pound package of the exact same Quaker Oats, it costs $7.99, which equates to $0.80 cents per unit. So yes, this is definitely cheaper and worth it if you think you're going to continue eating oatmeal every day. But are you really going to eat that much oatmeal? And this is where I start to question things a little bit. Like, do you think there's even a slight possibility that you might get sick of it? Yes, again, it's always good to have oats on hand because they're an ingredient. You can bake stuff with it. You can, you know, make energy balls, whatever it is. But hear me out for just a second. Like, do you ever think that maybe you'll start eating oatmeal for breakfast every day for a few weeks and then potentially want something else? So... Again, at this point, now you need to find some decent storage space because those 10-pound packages of oats are pretty big. So, And it's a 10-pound package of, of half-eaten oats or just an open package, right? So you have to find a place to put it until you potentially want it again someday. And I'm laughing because this is real life. Like, <laughs> I think it's important to just really tune in and to ask ourselves is this, if this is something that we're going to actually do. Do we want to eat oatmeal every single day? Are we going to use this? And if we don't, do we want to have a giant 10-pound package just sitting around in storage in the event that we may need it or may want it at some point in the future? Um, and again, I, you know, as I, I think about it from like a perspective of this black and white. Like when you buy the package of oats, you kind of think, okay, awesome. I'm going to eat oatmeal every single day. I'm going to get my money's worth out of this. I'm going to use it. But in reality, we're human and we don't always do that, right? We don't always want to eat the exact same thing every day. So in my mind, it's kind of like, is it something that we, we really end up doing in reality or is it something that we just want to do? 
And this also goes back to something that I've talked about before, that thrill of getting something on sale or getting it for less than it otherwise would cost. There's something about this that it's just human nature. We want to beat the system. We get this high, right? But again, if we're not using it and we never really needed it in the first place, we're not exactly beating the system. If you know you're going to use what you buy, then that's a whole different story. Diapers, if you have babies, toilet paper, um, toothpaste even, those are a really good example of something that you know you will use. So maybe it makes sense to buy something like that in bulk. Another thought that I have around this topic is buying in bulk allows you to be prepared for emergencies. Having a large quantity of basic toiletries and food items on hand means that in an emergency situation, you're prepared for the worst. But I'm pushing back a little bit on that. Is it actually necessary? I talked about this in an earlier episode about the fear of running out of things. And this fear is real for a lot of people. But when you peel the kind of the top layers of the fear away, what's underneath is often this mindset of scarcity. We view the world as not having enough to go around. So we need to load up on things so that we have enough for ourselves. It's a protection mechanism and it's totally normal. So we buy large quantities of things because we don't feel safe not having them. The focus becomes all on what we don't have instead of what we do have, okay? And this is so common and so real. I want to make that point, right? Especially now coming out of COVID, right? It's just been a traumatic time, I think, for everybody. But the reality is that if we're always planning for an emergency that may or may not even happen, it forces us to continue to live in this place of fear, in a, in, in a place of really fight or flight, right? So you're always having that kind of unease. I don't want to say pit in your stomach, but just maybe a sense of unease and, and like you just can't let your guard down a little bit. Um, and that literally prevents us from being able to enjoy the present moment, which is kind of what I'm, the big lesson that I'm really working on is just trying to bring myself back to the here and the now. Um, another thought that I have around this stuff is, you know, there's also this mindset that if we pay for something up front, like a membership, then we have to get our money's worth out of it. I do this like all the time, like because of this, it, just because it's $50 a year, we put that money out there. Then now there's this pressure to use it. Okay. You tell yourself you have to go buy all these items in bulk and that you must use them. And personally, I just don't think that's really being very kind to yourself. It's like buying a gym membership. You spend the upfront initial cost and you tell yourself that you have to go because you spent all this money. And a lot of times money is a good motivator, but if you don't really want to go in the first place, then that motivation will eventually wear off. And, and I think that's when the shame comes in also, that, that then it becomes this whole cycle of, you know, motivation, not, not wanting to go, then not wanting to go, and then the shame because of that. I don't know about you guys, but I put enough pressure on myself to do lots of other things that the last thing I need is to feel pressure to use the $50 I paid to have the opportunity, just the opportunity to shop at BJ's. Okay, and the, the last random thought that I'll mention is that buying in bulk can mean that we're not as much, that, that there's not as much variety in the products that you use. 
I sort of touched on this earlier, but we're humans. We're not robots. And we can have all good intentions of eating the same thing every single day, like my quesadilla idea from a few years ago. But of course we're not, like, that's that's not how the real world works, right? Of course we're eventually going to get sick of eating the exact same thing all the time. And if you have a family that you're shopping for, you can't expect them to want to eat the same thing every single day either. <laughs> As my five-year-old says, meatballs are boring. And we definitely don't want, we don't even eat, <laughs> the funny thing about the meatballs is that we don't even eat meatballs all that often. So that's where I was going with that. Um, but we all want to just change it up a little bit, right? Like that feels good. Perfect example. Every time I buy shampoo and conditioner, I'm always buying something new. I want to try different things out. My hair gets, you know, different. It, it feels different in different kinds of weather, different seasons. And I always just want to see what works, right? You don't want to just buy one thing and then stick with it for literally the rest of my life. You know, like, and so I just mentioned, you know, seasons change, our bodies change. We need to honor that and we need to allow ourselves the ability to go with the flow a little bit, you guys. So my general take on bulk buying is everything in moderation. If it works for you during this season of your life, awesome. But it may not always work and that's okay. I just don't want you to feel pressure that you have to do something just because you know maybe you spent a little bit of money up front for it. Um, there's no reason to think so black and white about it. And it's really important to slow down, to tune into ourselves, and to get an understanding of what we want right now. I definitely don't want to be forced to eat the Nutter Butter cookies just because we have a giant box of them. When all I really want is, I don't know, a chocolate chip cookie or a mint Milano or something like that, right? All right, you guys, thanks so much for listening. If anything in this episode resonates with you or someone you know, please feel free to share it with a friend. And it would be awesome um, if you could check me out on Instagram at Money Isn't Scary. Thanks so much. 